I was stricken with anxiety and panic attacks so much that my chest felt like I was having a heart attack. It was almost like epileptic seizure type of fits. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about drug addiction, and despite it being so well known that illegal drugs are highly addictive and are usually a one-way street to destruction to someone's life, people still manage to use it. Now, in our last show, we had Liberty Crouch Taylor, who shared about the difficulties she grew up with where there was molestation from babysitters when she was younger, and it left her feeling rebellious towards anyone in authority, including her parents. By the age of 12, she was already getting involved with drugs like marijuana, alcohol, then later cocaine, crack cocaine, and then a full-blown addiction to methamphetamines. She described how that addiction was fun at first, but then led her to a life full of problems and issues where she was beaten by an abusive boyfriend who left her bloodied on the side of the road after an altercation. Miraculously, though she was estranged from her family, the altercation happened near her father's house, and she was able to see her father after a very long time and be reunited with him. She was able to stay with him, she found sobriety, but she also found a life stricken with fear and paranoia. Liberty, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, Liberty, such a sad reality that you shared with us before, that the effects of drug addiction are truly so dark. Now, though you cried out to God for the first time in a long time, you were able to get free from the addiction to drug use, but you were still left with this huge feeling of paranoia that would often torment you. Tell us how that came to be. Yes, the aftermath of doing all these drugs was definitely paranoia and fear, and that was an obsessive thought that someone was going to come and attack me. Hmm. Tell me more about this fear. How did this paranoia really look on a day-to-day basis? I understand that you were really afraid when you were alone. Yes, by this time I had finally gotten my own apartment and I began to lock every door and window. When it was nighttime outside, I would even board up the front door with two by fours, lock myself into the bedroom, sleep with the machete, put another knife under my bed. And when I laid in the bed with insomnia over the fear, my body was in so much pain, so much pain. That's how I lived by myself for a time. I understand that even though you initially called out to God, you still believed you were all alone and had to defend yourself against imagined attackers. Did you take the knife with you wherever you would go? Yes, I always had a knife with me. Basically, whenever I left the house, it was only to go to the store, to go to the doctors, and eventually I began to go to church. Those were the only places I would go. Wow. So it sounds like your paranoia really isolated you and really restricted your life so that you just couldn't go anywhere you wanted to go. Though there were no physical restraints on you, you were almost like in this invisible cage. 
Now, since there was so much fear, did you often experience anxiety or anxiety attacks? Yes, I was stricken with anxiety and panic attacks so much that my chest felt like I was having a heart attack. I would even fall out on the floor. It was almost like wow. epileptic seizure type of fits. Wow. That bad of panic attacks. Yes. Sheesh. That sounds like a very difficult life to live. And I think there are many who can relate. So you would say that this was some of the spiritual consequences of drug use in your life. Would you say that? Yes. Hmm. So you're going through this and must have felt very hopeless during this time. Yes, hopeless and isolation is the other thing because with isolation, you get depressed and it's not a lot of good in your head. Hmm. It sounded like you were left to yourself with the spiritual realm filling your mind with torment. And how is it that you discovered true freedom from all of this torment? Well, I had a doctor's appointment that day, and I went in there telling the doctor what medicine that I needed. And the doctor says, no, Liberty, I'm not prescribing you this type of medication anymore. I'm going to prescribe you some non-addictive medication for anxiety. And I was just upset with the doctor. Plus, I hadn't slept in a long time, so I was very moody. I didn't ever fill those prescriptions. I went to the store, got a bunch of cigarettes went home and locked myself up in the house. And there I sat, still in pain and misery, and nothing was accomplished. That was the night that I laid in the bed in so much pain and hadn't slept for days. And that was December 31st, 2012 is when I heard God speak. Wow. So unexpectedly, you're hearing the voice of God in your life. As you're not sure where to turn, it sounds like you're on your last straw. And then God shows up in your life. It's amazing. What did you hear and how do you know it wasn't the same voices of torment you were hearing before? The very first word I heard was forgiveness. And he came with peace. It wasn't a voice like the demons. The demons didn't sound like that. This voice came with like a supernatural peace. Wow, that is amazing. I understand you got divine revelation of what you needed to do to bring hope and vitality back into your life and the life of others. Tell us more about that encounter. This was a timeless night. There was no time. I heard the voice say forgiveness and all in a moment, he showed me a vision like a movie and showed me how to do this word forgiveness. And it looked like sending out emails, mm. text messages, phone calls, and then face to face. And it all was about forgiving other people, asking them to forgive me, asking the Lord to forgive me. Because wow. this was obviously God. And then also for me to forgive myself, which was the hardest thing. Oh, wow. That's something that is hard to do. I mean, after all the mistakes and recklessness of the drug addiction, it sounds like you're coming to terms and getting help from God, rather than just condemning yourself and waiting for judgment to hit you, which some do. What else did you receive from the encounter with God? Did anything change? Yes. And as soon as I received this word forgiveness, accepted it, and you know, God, He knows everything. So <laughs> He spoke again and He said, trust me. And when I heard this, trust me, I backed away from this voice because I'd always been hurt from the words, trust me. And so I started to back away, but God is so good that this voice with peace says, trust me and lay down your sword. And he was referring to the machete I slept with every night. And I said, trust you, what if they come? And he said, trust me and lay down your sword. And when he said it the last time, I just decided in my heart, what else have I got to lose? 
So I trusted this voice that said, trust me. And I took the machete off the bed and I laid it on the floor. And as soon as I laid back on my bed, I went straight to sleep. I don't know. It was hours and hours and hours of sleep. And I woke up the next day. It was late afternoon sometime. And I had slept that long and something changed. Something was different. And I knew it when I woke up. Oh my gosh. It sounds like a release happened in your life at such a critical moment. Tell us what else changed after encountering God and learning to trust in Him. Did anything else change? Yes. I woke up and I had no pain in my body. I was completely pain-free because as soon as I woke up, I started recalling the night what happened. And I called out and I said, God, if you can do that, what else can you do? And I said, can you take this paranoia away from me? And I believed that he could just because of what I had just experienced. And the next night was different. I didn't even lock my bedroom door. I didn't shut it. Things started changing. You got a new level of freedom. Yes. Liberty, that is incredible. And your story really demonstrates how God can deliver anyone out of anything. What would you say right now to someone who's listening and going through fear, torment, maybe paranoia? What would you say to them on what is the first step towards freedom? I would say to you the first word that I heard that gave me peace in my entire life was the word forgiveness. I would have you search that word forgiveness. What does that mean to you? What does that look like to you? How can you apply that word to your own life? Forgiveness. Liberty, you truly became a born-again believer. And it sounds like everything became new. I understand you're free from smoking, drugs, anxiety, and now you're following the Lord with your whole heart. Which, gosh, that is something that is happening for someone right now. I believe that. Thanks so much for sharing with us your past and giving hope to so many. Thanks so much, Liberty. Thank you. Hang on. Let's talk more about this freedom that you can discover in your life right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Onlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how He can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at AwakeningTheNations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's AwakeningTheNations.com or 877-480-4477. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? What really sticks out to me in Liberty's testimony is the fact that she really struggled with so much paranoia after becoming sober. She describes it almost like being inside of an imaginary prison, but to her, it was a real prison. Bars that you could not see. And true feelings of fear pervaded her heart and mind. Now, not everyone can relate 100% to this, but I think we can all understand the reality that we can all have fear. And if we're not careful, Fear can box us in and hold us down. Now we can say that this is a condition that came specifically from the trauma of drugs from her past and that is unique just to her. But I think we all know 
that we all struggle with fear. What is fear? Where does it come from? Can I share? Fear was never intended for you and me. It dates back to the fall of mankind, when Adam and Eve ate of the forbidden fruit from the ancient tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In the Bible, it says that sin is a pathway for fear to develop in our lives. But in truth, Jesus came so that the consequences of sin can be resolved in our lives so we can turn away from our sin. You see, it's written in 1 John 4.18, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. You see, when you meet perfect love, which is Jesus, your fears that were birthed from sin become resolved, almost like they're washed away. Perfect love casts out all fear. So Lord God, we come to you right now. And first of all, for someone who's never received you, we repent of our sin and we ask you, Lord God, to come into our lives for that perfect love to come and to resolve those fears in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony and I know that your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.